0: hey
1: guys i'm jc and i'm seven
0: and you're listening to the, the cgc, CGC podcast. podcast
1: where we cover our favorite comics games and cinema so strap in and get your nerd on thanks for listening all right lore sluts welcome back take two <laughs> take so, two did
0: you did you actually hit the button this I time? i did, or did i
1: hit the record button so uh, for those of you that are hearing this for the first time, we talked for a solid 40 minutes about today's episode, and then I ended the call to get the file, and I just stared at my screen for about 5-10 seconds, waiting for the download the queue, and it didn't happen because I didn't press record, so uh, you're going to hear us talk about it, well, us again, for you guys, uh, yeah, first time, That's that's very disheartening. I hated hey, saying I hated saying every word of that.
0: So uh, uh, I'm gonna need you to give me permission to record. So uh, in case your goofy ass didn't record again. Well,
1: you don't have to this time because I'm looking at it. It says Are recording right here. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Would you like a picture?
0: I, I honestly.
1: Yeah. At this I got point, you. I got you.
0: <laughs> Throw it in the chat, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't press record. Oh my god. No, I'm joking. Fuck, ice off. Ice. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. It's recording. It's recording.
0: Too. It, right. it. So. Too, um, too soon. Too so, soon. For um,
1: that did you guys see the new Spider-Man? Trailer? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've I'm already talked about it. this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is going to be like the most maddening, funny, disappointing part. Wait a minute. We, wait a
0: minute. Did you just say the new Spider-Man trailer? I bro. Fuck I'm off. so excited for that movie. Fuck off! <laughs> I don't know if I've told you guys this or not, but I'm 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 pretty stoked for that. He told us Spider-Man. an hour ago.
1: <laughs> we're all stoked oh, for the movie. We're all very stoked <laughs> for the movie. Ah, uh, just just oh, fuck. Uh, Doc Ock, ha- <laughs> uh, Osborne, uh, Electro, Sandman, Strange. Every everybody's fucking everybody's here. Possibly Sinister Six. Possibly not. Who knows? This is going very swimmingly. (laughs) We are not at all losing our sanity over this. We are right right on track.
0: Let's not get sloppy here, all right? I know we talked about this already, but the fans don't know what we talked about. So you were talking about how Mephisto has been in everybody's minds, Shaw.
1: I can't do this again. (laughs) Take it from the top, boys. All right. Shit, Follow I'll give
0: you
2: I'll scripts. give you a whole fucking rundown. Take me ten minutes to give you a whole rundown of the damn trailer yeah, and 10 every 10
1: possible minutes. theory. Give us a play by play.
2: All right, everybody. So it's going to be a super speedy NASCAR type run through right here. So listen up real quick. Trailer open, Spider-Man swinging through the city with Mary Jane on his arm. They're swinging through the city, escaping from the police. They finally land on the Brooklyn Bridge. After they land on the Brooklyn Bridge, they turn to a rooftop. Mary Jane and Spider-Man are sitting on the rooftop talking about spider powers, looking through the newspaper. Mary Jane's confused at what spider powers that uh, Peter potentially has talking about. Maybe he can control women with his spider powers? No way, doesn't happen. Then we move on to uh, the follow-up from Far From Home. If you remember properly, uh, after Far From Home, Mysterio uh, dies thanks to his robots and then blames it on Spider-Man. J. Jonas Jameson outs Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Then we move to the interrogation room where Peter Parker is being interrogated by police. He complains that uh, you no, know, he's being in trouble and his contact is infect- infecting his entire family. We see paper slammed down at the table. Is it Daredevil? We don't know. We move on to Peter Parker sitting in a dining room. He looks up and sees lights. Looks like a vampire, but no. It's Doctor Strange. Then we move to the Secret Sanctum. We go and we see Doctor Strange and in the Secret Sanctum uh, covered in snow. Why the hell is it covered in snow? We don't fucking know. We see Peter Parker complain to Doctor Strange that his whole life is shit because his entire identity has been exposed. He asks Doctor Strange if he can cast a spell to help him. Doctor Strange has a spell. He wants to cast it. Wong says fuck no. Doctor Strange says fuck you. They run into the bottom of the Secret Sanctum, cast the spell. Peter Parker won't shut the fuck up, cancels the spell, exposes the entire multiverse. Then we move on to the broken spell. Everything's going to shit. We see Peter Parker running through a school in a black suit, brand new suit. Does it have magic running through it? We don't know. Then we move into another scene where we see a sand and lightning is a thunderstorm. Is it sin is it sandman and electro in the same scene? I think so. Then we move to a scene on the Brooklyn Bridge where we see a pumpkin bomb roll through the two tires on the car. Green goblin? I think so. Then we finally get to Alfred Bellina's dock hawk. We see a leg extend onto the Brooklyn Bridge, crush the concrete underneath him, and then we hear maniacally through Alfred Bellina's voice hello. Peter trailer ends.
1: That was absolutely (laughs) beautiful.
0: (laughs) Wong says, Fuck no. change says, Fuck
1: "Fuck you. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. That was fantastic. Solid. That was great. Oh man. That was very difficult. That was great. That was so hard. Wonderful job. Oh my god wonderful job yes my spider oh Oh, my god
2: dude i was having such bad indigestion the whole time (laughs) my acid reflux was fucking me
0: yeah that happens
1: all right (gasps) dude i had my mic muted during that and i was just cackling yeah for sure also something i uh researched whenever we were talking about this the first time um i i have a theory that doc ock may not be talking to our peter parker when he says yep, I did miss hello that. peter yep. yeah mm-hmm. um so that would be cool um you know because yep. i mean besides him in the spider-man suit you know because if, if based off of the trailer if he's just looking at the homie standing on the car you know unless there's some prior knowledge that we haven't seen because we've only seen the teaser you know how would he know that's peter
0: yeah he'd be like who the fuck is this kid i'm used to a college age man in tights dude oh <sighs> i will never get over Wong says fuck no strange says, says fuck, fuck you,
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> all right show one more mission
0: oh
2: god
1: we're aiming for a five minute episode so i need you to go through the killing joke just like that oh, no. <laughs> i can easily do that <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. i could do that easier than the spider-man trailer
0: <laughs> it's a short book i will admit it, but it's a good it's a shorty but a goodie.
1: all right that was beautiful um let's just jump right in for a second time <laughs> exactly you no know,
0: it's a real shame this happened on my episode for, for like one of my favorite comics because oh, no no
1: like uh, what a total and complete freak accident
0: uh my absolute <laughs> favorite comic i really. totally didn't do that on
2: purpose <laughs> oh By man assholes.
1: gee willikers that's my bad guys that's my fuck up. you tell me
0: i see where it says recording But I could have sworn I saw that the last time,
1: too. Well, JC, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, then chances are it's a motherfucking duck. Amen,
2: brother. (laughs) All right, right, kick it off. Killing Joe. Well, take it away, JC. Damn, it's (laughs) not fucking was.
1: I know exactly what he was doing. He was giving me time for an audio bit. Fuck you.
2: That's exactly what
0: I was doing. I knew it. Fuck I you. Was, I was really hoping you were going to put in like a Joker laugh track. Or That's something. exactly
1: what I was going to do. Shut yeah. the fuck up and do the episode. You bit your ass,
0: baby. I know you too good, bro.
1: Fucking go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, I mean, obviously the first thing I want to talk about here is, like, the one of the first things uh, they talk about in the comic is Batman is basically acknowledging the fact that the only way the relationship between he and the Joker ends is with one of them killing the other. Right. Um, they've been at this for literal decades now, so uh, he knows how everything's going to end. He, he, one of them is going to end up killing the other. There's literal lines in the comic. I'm not going to read them for obvious reasons. But (laughs) um, yeah, no, I mean, thoughts, anything?
1: Um, I mean, it's, I mean, not to double down on what we've talked about previously, but, you know, it's the the relationship between those two are, you know, sort of iconic. Uh, I don't know how else to say it, besides like a hate love kind of thing, because I know they're both kind of dependent on each other for some reason mm. but it you know especially which I will get to it but especially like the way the comic ends you know you kind of see that you know on top of all the fucking batshit insanity that Bruce has to deal with from the Joker and um you know how much Bruce loathes the man that you know there is some sort of attachment um and you kind of you know especially get to see that towards the end but it's like no matter what the Joker does it's like you know he he still tries to abide by that no-kill thing, which mm. I, I think is fucking insane. Well, and I think the thing
2: is, too, is the Joker and Batman have this kind of yin and yang scenario going on where neither of them really want to kill each other. The Joker really doesn't want to kill Batman because if he kills Batman, that's it. Yeah, like what? What exactly is he doing all this stuff for? And you know, the whole reason that he's doing all of this in the Killing Joke is to prove a point to Batman. Right. So, I think it's really like it was a super interesting moment, and it's not something that you ever see from Batman going to a criminal and actually giving them a plea to say like, you know, hey, let's stop. Like, I don't want to kill you. Um, yeah. You know, and, you know, it's, I thought it was a really cool moment. And it's like, you. I've never seen anything like that in a Batman comic, movie, right. anything.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think you, no, excuse me. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, like, obviously, the Joker doesn't want to kill Batman because he's literally all of the fun of being the Joker. It's like, why would I want to continue to torment this city if you're not going to show up to make it fun for me? Yeah. And at the same time, the uh, Batman is... extremely guilty of um illogical optimism like no no matter how bad the villain is he can always see that there's some good somewhere in them and he doesn't he doesn't want to kill the joker he doesn't want that death on his hands especially when he thinks that if he could just get rehabilitation like he would be a good guy
1: yeah like i mean my batman is I wouldn't say a flawless character, but he's definitely one of the coolest. Um, But like, you know, there's that line he says to Jason Todd about like, if you kill a killer, the amount of killers in the world stays the same. And like, I've always thought like, Bruce, what if you killed every single bad guy you come across? You could retire. You would live in probably one of the safest cities on the planet because I don't know what the fuck is up with the civilians of Gotham. Like fucking leave. Mm -hmm. Like, Why would you stay there?
0: Yeah, um I I recently read I know I talked about this the first time we recorded this but I don't know if that audio is still there so I'm going to say it again. I recently read um Batman and the White Knight, which is essentially a story where the Joker became sane. And um they basically find out through like a series of events that uh Gotham's economy almost entirely runs off of the money that gets shelled out for Batman's fights. Like, and all the super super villains and crime and shit.
1: What do you mean the the money that gets shelled out for his fights?
0: So how it works is Batman gets into a fight with the Joker, goes into a small neighborhood, absolutely fucking demolishes it. Um, The rich then buys up properties in that neighborhood. uh, And then basically when the money comes from the government for the Batman fund, which is like they spend like $3 billion a year on repairing and fixing up the areas in which Batman has had his fights. Sure. Um, So when that money comes down, the rich gets all that money and then they like do the minimum repairs and then turn around and resell the properties. So they make shit like Gotham's economy almost entirely runs off of of the Batman $3 billion a year fund, which is yeah. Right. It's, it's absolutely insane. Like the Joker is the one that, like finds the legal records and stuff of that um and finds out that the money was being like basically funneled through the mayor's old law form law firm like the it's it's insane but it's basically that's why gotham is still functions as a city even though like every week or so a district is being completely demolished
1: oh hang on hang on question yeah you know joker being the joker and as like notorious famous uh you know can't miss him from a mile like how does he get all his shit like how does he eat how does he get food (laughs) great question he can't order he can't order a pizza because they'll know where he's at like
2: it's 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 all fear like that's the only reason he gets anything in gotham because people are scared to shitless of him
1: well it's like but if you if you If you're Joker and you roll up to like a Domino's and you're like, hey, can I get a, you know, medium pepperoni, you know, uh, I imagine the cops will be there pretty quick.
0: So I, this is kind of my headcanon. He he only exclusively orders takeout or like DoorDash, stuff like that.
1: But but where are they taking it to?
0: exactly so like the driver shows up because to them it's just an address they don't know the difference the driver shows up and like brings the food to him and he opens the door and he says if you tell anybody about this i'll fucking kill you and they're just like oh okay
1: great and then he wouldn't he wouldn't leave loose ends like that
0: yeah but maybe maybe he just has a he has a, a DoorDash pile of just bodies of people who. I mean, like, everybody,
1: food. everybody in Gotham is corrupt. So I imagine, you know, if he's got some hand in law enforcement, he's probably got some hand in DoorDash.
0: Yeah, more likely um, than not. He's got somebody that just delivers food to his whatever hideout he's using this week.
1: Sean, what do you think? Well,
2: you know, and I'm like going to go into a kind of another talking com- You know, you, you mentioned the fact that. You know, where's his money coming from? How is he, how is he getting anything um, like he's broke? I think a super interesting um, talking point from The Killing Joke is the fact that before he was even the Joker, the dude had a job, like an actual career that he was depending on to, you know, keep his family afloat. And then he was a comedian, right. but he was shit. Yeah, he's he was so- awful. He was terrible. So I think it's pretty interesting how, um, you know, part of his origin story was being a comedian, but he was terrible and i think that adds kind of like some some interesting layers of depth to his to his character and i'm just curious as to why like why why did that become a part of his psyche like why did that become a part of his like character as the joker if he was so terrible at being a comedian
0: well i think it's probably the the traumatic injury that he got that bleached his face white and turned his hair green and like gave him a a clownish look that's probably a big part i mean you also
1: um, have to think about it like how much like even in the most cynical sadistic pair of eyes how much of joke of what joker does is actually truly like in a definition funny
0: uh i'll be honest the jokes that he was dropping after he shot Barbara in the spine had me cracking up a little bit reading it but i have a dark sense of humor so that's not surprising yeah
2: i mean yeah. it's it's funny in the darkest way possible yeah. everything that he says is hilarious if you're if you're sick <laughs> like yeah. not saying that you're sick jc because i do understand what you're saying like the the comment about the coffee table was kind of like okay that was kind of funny like yeah hold on the
0: i got it i got it right here hold on let's see please don't worry it's the psychological compliant uh complaint common amongst ex-librarians you see she thinks she's a coffee table edition. yeah (laughs) Uh, right and then he he goes on to say mind you i can't say much for the volumes condition i mean there's a hole in the jacket and the spine appears to be damaged he just shot her in her spine like through the through like her pelvis area she got shot in the spine and i'm like well
1: all right well i mean puns are funny puns are funny so i mean that you know yeah I, you know, I'll give him that.
0: Yeah, it was solid, 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 uh, uh, comedian work there, but probably his only solid jokes. And it was after he became a super criminal, not as an actual comedian. Uh, he was very bad at that.
2: Um, you know, in the, you know, speaking about Barbara Gordon getting shot, um, talk about that, like the, the impact that that had on Batman comics for, the next probably what 10 years you say because it moved into the new 52 and then oh
0: god i i don't even i think 10 years would be generous like she's been in that chair i would i would say almost since like the 1980s
2: i found it earlier i actually looked it up that she went through experimental neurosurgery to
0: that's right and the new out of being
2: Mm -hmm. paralyzed
0: I believe it was towards the end of the new 52 when they were starting to talk about doing rebirth. Um, she got experimental neurosurgery which gave her the ability to use her legs again. And she became Batgirl again, but for like, I don't know, somebody look up when this book was published. Cause I can't remember and I'm looking at the book right now and it doesn't have like a published date, like it's original published date. Mm -hmm. Oh, Excuse me, because the copy I have says it's like a republish, uh, like a 2011 republish.
2: Killing but Joke, I, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, mm.
0: but at the same time, I'm reading um, uh, Death in the Family, which is uh, a really old comic, and they made reference to the fact that Barbara is is already in the chair.
2: So, <laughs> the Killing Joke was published in July of 1988.
0: So she's been in a chair since the 80s and they've only just now recently made her Batgirl again.
2: That's actually insane. I did not know that it was that long ago.
0: Yeah, I didn't either until... That's I crazy. Read, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it was the craziest thing. I I read uh, A Death in the Family, which is the story where Jason Todd gets killed, also by the Joker, go figure. And they, he was like, uh, yeah, we got the Justice League, the Titans, and um, this other group on it. And they were like, why is everybody so motivated and he was like well did you hear what he did to barbara She'll never walk again and i was like are you kidding me this is an old ass comic how long has barbara been in the chair mm-hmm. 80s 1988 apparently who would have thought like 1988 she's been in a chair since and that's insane to me because i really thought that barbara gordon was Batgirl girl a lot longer than that but i mean apparently her character became a lot more popular when she was the Oracle instead of the Batgirl.
2: I can agree with that.
0: I mean, she's been known to like run three different operations: the Justice League, um, the Titans, and I always forget the third team that's super popular at the time. But she'll she'll be like running comms and you know
2: as or, Oracle.
0: Oh, yeah, as Oracle at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like she just switches screens and shit. I'm like, well, yeah. she's definitely, you know, made for the role of um, you know, Overwatch or Oracle, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I, I think it suits your character a lot more, but I'm also glad to see that she's uh, not in a chair anymore. Finally, after <laughs> however many years, 40 years.
2: Right. Another pretty cool thing that I thought about, um, kind of like a comparison between Batman and the Joker is... You have these two origin stories, Batman uh, walking out of, you know, the theater at night to see his two parents or to watch his two parents be shot by Joe Chill caused him to become Batman. Part of Joker's origin story is the death of his wife. You have two different, Mm -hmm. completely different characters, kind of a similar thing happened to them at the same time. You know, Joker didn't necessarily see his wife die, but she did die and he wasn't able to do anything about it, but they went in two completely different directions. Why do you think that is?
0: Oh, dude, I mean, it's you, you don't get a character in the DC universe without a, a splash of trauma. Like it's required that whoever joins uh, as a superhero or a villain doesn't matter. They got to have a little splash of trauma in their backstory for them to be plausible. Like, I think the main reason that it was uh, they went in different directions is because Bruce's sheer unadulterated willpower would not allow him to become a criminal and also i mean the simple fact that it was a criminal that did that to his parents would in my opinion definitely deter him from like going in that direction um on the flip side joker obviously had connections to the to the mob seeing as he was like before his wife died he was like hey we can we can do this job um because i need money for a baby that's coming right
2: right Right. So,
0: like, he already had some sort of connections to the underworld somewhere. Um, And then, you know, obviously the traumatic disfigurement of his face would also, like, heavily influence the the change there, too. So, I mean, it makes sense to me why they would split in different directions. It was just, uh, I don't know. That just seems, I can't really draw a connection between their two origin stories. Mostly because they're,
1: they're parallel. I mean in yeah. a way. Yeah. I guess that's kind of true. So I mean like how do you how do you think, you know, cuz you know, he fell into the vat, you know, skin bleached, eyes, you know, bleeding, um, you know, hair dyed. Let's say that like he didn't go insane right there. Like how do you how do you move on from something like that?
0: Well, uh i don't think you do i i think you yeah. try and get plastic surgery uh try and fix it but well, it's can. like
1: i but i mean he he did go mad you know yeah. and it's like you know where where is up from there it's like you know because i mean i feel like you know that's perfect setup to be a huge super villain i mean oh, obviously yeah. that's the point of an origin story right but i don't know just just thinking
0: yeah no i mean you you can't make a better argument for why somebody would go insane other than like uh guy loses his wife and unborn child in a bottle warmer accident which is how that happened by the way it was an electrical short on a bottle warmer that she was testing out that uh caught the whole fucking place on fire and killed her and the child um then he gets forced into a job that he was originally going to do for money but then his family died so why would he do it they were like oh buddy no 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 you're past the point of no return like if you don't do this now we're gonna kill you yeah so like you get forced into being the red hood for that one for that one job right then you fall into a vat um that permanently bleaches your skin turns your hair green and like just completely fucks you up it's like yeah that that guy that's a pretty rough day that's that's pretty valid reason for becoming a superhero like you, you can't can't blame them
2: so another one i thought was oh of course we got to talk about this probably the most fucked up thing in in my opinion in the entire comic is the joker torturing
1: commissioner gordon that's probably Mm. the most fucked up thing that the jokers pulled off period no as opposed to
0: oh you're asking me um there was a time in a comic where the joker lured uh barbara's mother barbara gordon's mother into a nursery where he had kidnapped every infant in all of gotham um, and at that time she was like a she was some sort of cop she had a gun um, and essentially what happens is he picked up one of the babies like threw the baby at her she dropped her gun to catch the baby before it hit the ground and died and then, as soon as she dropped the gun and caught the baby, he shot her in the face, and then left her corpse in the nursery for the babies to play with, and left.
1: Oh my Jeez. God, man! Holy yeah, fuck! All right, that retract yeah, my boys. statement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not not Damn, even, son. not even the worst thing to happen in DC Comics. That's it's crazy, dark.
1: dude. It's metal. You know who? Holy shit!
0: You know who is the biggest villain in all of DC?
1: Real it's like a trick Real question.
0: question. No. Well, it is a trick question.
2: Black Mask. It's I The Flash. Know.
1: Why is that?
0: The Flash has single-handedly
1: I said Metal. I said Metal and he's going on with this. I know where he's going.
0: The Flash has single-handedly rewritten entire timelines, changed entire universes, ruined every relationship that he or anyone he has ever loved. Has ever had um, in a few timelines has um, accidentally, quote unquote, um, erased the existence of uh, Wally West, his nephews, his entire family, and has not so much as given an apology <sighs> even once.
1: Okay, I thought you were going like the DC metal route where he takes like all their superpowers.
0: Also true. But Um, no, I mean... But homie just wants to see his mom, bro. Yeah, homie just wants to see Nora. (laughs) Jesus. Hey, bro. DC dark. DC real dark.
1: I. You'd do it for your mom. I would. (laughs) Yeah. I'd I'd at least try it. Fuck this timeline. It's going to shit anyway. Dude, he
0: created Flashpoint. That was a dark universe. Like, Bruce got shot instead of his parents. And then Thomas...
1: my favorite like dc animated movie comic oh my god, like it's so good flashpoint is like top tier dc
0: oh it's so good what the movie doesn't show you though is uh yes thomas wayne becomes batman his wife martha wayne becomes the joker
1: no it shows up did it yeah i've seen it like a hundred times
0: oh god i forgot that it did yeah You're because
1: right. uh she's like she's at she's on her knees like weeping next to her dead son and then like mm-hmm. she's holding him and then she like reaches up and covers her mouth, and then she turns around. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then her mouth, yeah. her like her hand was covered in blood, and it leaves that like red smile. Mm-hmm. And she just and starts she just like starts laughing, laughing hysterically. Yeah.
0: hmm You're right. I completely forgot about that scene. But yeah, no, it's that's a uh, it's crazy, man. D C does a lot of shit like that though. So this isn't even this isn't even out of the ordinary for the Joker. Much less the worst thing he's ever done. This is like a drop in the bucket compared to most of the shit that goes on black manta dude black manta is a absolute monster in the shit that he did to aquaman but that's a that's a story for another day
1: i'm i just pulled this up because we were on the topic of it and it was like the most disturbing acts that the joker has committed Mm -hmm. um and one is obviously you know injustice where he kills pregnant lois lane and corrupts or corrupts superman yep um, destroys metropolis right yeah obviously um you know jason todd and the crowbar of course um i see the one you're talking about uh kidnaps babies and murders sarah gordon um mm-hmm. the joke the j- 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 joker face where he takes the faces off of all the robins or batgirl and like makes that skin face of his
2: mm. oh yeah um, yeah yeah
1: poisons duke thomas's parents which that's batwing isn't it
0: no duke thomas is robin for a little bit but he becomes um not batwing he he takes on a different um alter ego but i can't remember he's he's not he's a recent robin he's like rebirth robin and i don't i don't know much about him
1: yeah um there's you know obviously when he assaults batgirl um there's this thing called hunting in gotham central Um, And it pretty much just says he just opens fire in the city of Gotham, uh, setting up covert sniping destinations, targeting top Gotham officials like mayor, superintendent, uh, EMTs, police. Um, You got, I don't know what this is, too much skin in the game. It looks like he just skins this man alive. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, man. Classic. Classic
0: Joker. Oh Classic. What, um, what a rib splitter he did there. That was a real that was a
1: gas. My he's <laughs> this is fucked up. It makes uh <laughs> makes Falcone's mom smile. And I guess uh Falcone or Car- Carmine Falcone, uh like the mob lord, I guess. Isn't that what he is? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he is. He gets a meeting with Joker gets a meeting with Falcone. And he presents two curved lines of teeth onto the table. Oh. Um, and he says, I took your mother's teeth from her mouth and I made a smile on your desk. Oh, my God. And then according to his website, which I can kind of agree with, the number one most fucked up thing is from Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, Tiny Joker Tim.
0: Oh, yeah. He kidnaps uh, Tim yep. Drake. It raises him. and as, Yeah. Yeah, well, not raises him. He gases the shit out of him and like basically oh, yeah. brainwashes him into being uh, a miniature Joker because he and Harley wanted kids, but that's yeah. not exactly possible. God,
1: that was such a good movie, bro. Yeah,
0: it was. Oh man,
1: we'll have so to do an good. episode of the Return of the Joker. We'll have to Return do of it. the Joker. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, yeah, carry on.
0: Yeah, B- Barbara getting shot in the spine and paralyzed for. <laughs> oh, the last 40 to 50 years, however long, is uh only like an appetizer to some of the sick shit that the Joker has done in comic history. But uh, still a, an oldie but a goodie.
2: So another one, um, Red Hood falling into chemicals. I, I thought it was interesting. Like, I want to know the relation between this Red Hood and – jason todd's red hood like why did he take up that monocle like i don't know i thought, was, it,
1: was, I thought, I it, was thought it was just coincidence no um, not coincidence well i mean obviously you know joker red hood kills jason todd becomes red hood like there's some sort of linear reason there i just never knew why jason todd was like let me be the red hood like does he have any knowledge of that because i know that that outfit um, like the, the suit and then the red like pill looking mask is somewhere in the Batcave, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: obviously as a Robin, he has access to the Bat computer, which has all every case file that, you know, Batman has ever done. And obviously if he was the one that accidentally knocked the Joker into the, the vat, like he has a case file on the red hood. Sure. Um, and he probably knows that the link between the Joker and the red hood is there. Um, so I actually recently bought the comic book based on the movie the, under the red hood. Mm-hmm. And uh, essentially Jason is just like, uh, yeah, this was just supposed to be like a big fuck you to you and the Joker. Like okay. I wanted, I mean, it was basically, he was like, I wanted Batman to know that it was me and that I was the, the lost son that had come back and started spilling blood in his city. Um obviously because I took on the moniker of the guy who fucking murdered me. yeah. And I wanted it to be a fuck you to the Joker too because you killed me. I came back stronger and I'm fucking coming for you. And I'm going to use your face while I do
2: it. And that's so cool how like Batman basically started everything by scaring the shit out of Joker and making him fall into that chemical vat. And then... He, that's cool that's that's a really cool um that's that's pretty badass oh yeah. my
0: god man the butterfly wings flaps so hard in gotham like
2: facts yep facts
0: it's crazy because like you think about it for two seconds and think oh if one asshole with a revolver didn't shoot a couple of rich people in an alleyway we wouldn't have the scariest motherfucker to ever walk the streets of gotham right right uh, yeah. we wouldn't have the clown prince of crime that murders an entire city block on a good on a good Tuesday when he's feeling especially manic uh you wouldn't have any of these other dickheads Nightwing Red Hood Red Robin uh Wingman you know name them you got them um you wouldn't have any of these kids running around because obviously no no Batman means no sidekicks and especially true with if there was never a joker, there would never be a kid that he murdered that came back to life to murder him wearing a right. red hood right like the everything that stems from that singular event uh, completely turned Gotham into a madhouse where as I've mentioned before, the entire economy runs off of the wanton destruction of one guy in a very cool costume like, it's it's insane gotham city's in that house
2: yeah so another one um let's see let's check it out oh the one bad day monologue i think with literally the entire yeah. synopsis the entire thing of this entire comic is joker's one main goal is to prove to batman that one bad day can make somebody go completely mad that's all it takes he's trying to prove to batman that everybody's just like him you know all it takes is one bad day and anybody can be the joker Mm -hmm. Right,
0: And I I think he leans real heavy on Gordon to make sure that he does break because like he did some sick shit. Like he shot his daughter in the spine, put her into a state of undress as Bullock described it, took pictures of it, strapped him into a carnival ride that is uh, just my only perception of what hell must be like. Yeah, and then, like, showed him those pictures, tortured the shit out—like, it was awful. Um, so the fact that he didn't break after all that is everything.
2: I thought it was—I don't know—I just—I think it's—it's it's very interesting. Like, just the whole dynamic between the Joker and Batman. And I think I stated this earlier. Um, how the Joker—I—I I felt like what Batman went through was. I don't know. I just think it's extremely interesting how Batman went in one direction and Joker went in one completely other direction. And until now, I haven't really put these two things together just how similar they really are. Yeah. Like, their their backstories and their reasons for becoming who they are are, are pretty fucking similar.
0: Well, it's it's weird, though, because you can't really trust the Joker's memories. He's even, like, I've, I think I've said it before. He's stated that he... If he's gonna have a past, he'd rather it be multiple choice. Um, so you can't you can't really trust his backstory yeah, except for maybe except for maybe the part where he falls into the vat because Batman was there and he has trophies to prove it. So like that part might be accurate, but um, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like in Gotham, seeing your parents gunned down in an alleyway wouldn't be that traumatic to the point that you'd start wearing a costume and fighting crime. Like, yes, don't get me wrong. That would be incredibly traumatic, but I don't think it would be enough to like push a grown man or I guess a child into becoming a a grown man that wears a bat costume and fights crime. I I don't, I don't know if it would have been enough, especially in, it's like, it's like if you lived in Detroit and just like witnessed a homicide and was like, Oh man, that's inspired me to fight crime. Like, you, you witness a homicide every other block that you drive down the street in Detroit, <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, I mean, I hope,
1: Christ, I hope not. Any,
0: <laughs> I hope we don't have any listeners in Detroit. But she <laughs> calls it as I sees it. The, the, I'm serious. The crime rate there is absolutely astronomical. It, I think it makes up, like, 90% of crime in the U.S. or some shit like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, trauma obviously affects people in different ways. Yeah. Um, You know, I feel like, you know, I mean, not to get really generic, but Joker just had a really bad day. Yeah. You know, and a bad day can stick with somebody for the rest of their life. You know, Uh, a bad day has led to, you know, I don't want to get like super, you know, realistic and dark, but, you know, on top of being absolutely crazy and not having any sort of excuse like that, a lot of you know murders happen that way just a bad day yeah um but you know bruce was more on the avenge side and i feel like joker was more on like the revenge side
2: yeah taking kind of taking revenge on the city that kind of fucked him over and ruined yeah. his life right sure. but well also kind of like he he didn't like he's he's doing it almost um subconsciously Yeah, you know what i mean because he doesn't he doesn't remember anything or he tries not to because he's so insane
0: dude i fully believe that the joker has been running on autopilot since the day since the day he crawled out of that acid because yeah for sure literally nothing he does makes any sense whatsoever and he can't even remember his motivations for doing any of the shit that he does so like i i fully believe that he's been on autopilot since he like had his accident um obviously uh, trauma is going to affect people in different ways like batman became batman joker became joker jim gordon just like really wanted to arrest the joker the legal way because that worked so well every other time they've done it yeah so i don't i don't know i feel like gordon should have had a lot more profound uh like consequences or or character development from the story that are just not there uh, Barbara has more developments than, than, than Gordon does. And she, I mean, she, yeah, she's paralyzed, but like, she didn't have to go through the hellscape ride that Gordon did, you know?
2: So the last thing that I think we should really talk about and, you know, the conclusion to the killing joke and kind of uh, brought everything to a hold to a standpoint is uh Batman's final plea to Joker. Um, and, you know, he gives the Joker basically one more chance to say, Hey, look, um, this is your chance i can help you i can rehabilitate you and maybe we can work together and then you know something that i think kind of shocked every single batman fan ever is joker makes batman laugh
0: i i think this might be the only time in comics that you actually see this version of the joker with like an ounce of sanity um like so batman is literally like pleading with him again like he started the comic book pleading hey don't make this end with one of us killing the other and obviously he wasn't talking to the real joker so he's gonna he's gonna pull that plea out again um but he's like hey you know i can rehabilitate you you know we can we can end this cycle of violence without one of us ending up dead and he just goes no i'm sorry but like it's it's too late for all that it's way too late um and and i think that was just a moment of like clarity for the joker where he's like oh my god i've killed so many people there's literally no way i could ever be sane after all this Mm -hmm. shit like it's it's a done deal at this point like there's no way i could i could turn back and become a normal person again
1: it's i mean it's I mean, I I mentioned this in the previous recording, but, you know, it it feels like after as much as they've been through and especially, you know, what he did to Gordon and his daughter, like, you know, everybody has a bad day. Everybody has a breaking point. And, you know, I I feel like, you know, Bruce had enough and he was like, you know, obviously it's not going to stop, you know, if either I got to kill him or he's got to kill me, that's the only way we can go about it. And mm. so, you know, I, I mentioned before that, you know, Joker tells that joke and then Batman kind of gives him like a sympathy laugh, like a, you know, this is the last time and the only time this will ever happen kind of laugh. <laughs> um, and then, you know, that's when, you know, because we, we all believe that Batman did kill the Joker right there. I can't say that. It was confirmed.
0: Yeah, but like, I mean, yes alternate timeline but the
1: the the whole thing about comics is that each issue you know if it's a different story it's a different story completely and that story batman killed the joker
0: yeah i don't know i just think it's it, it still throws me off because like if the ending of this isn't canon then why is barbara being paralyzed canon for so long like it just seems like to me that they nitpicked what would stay in comics forever and what wouldn't. And it just doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. So I have to like,
1: well, I mean, yeah, in my head, with plenty of comics, they've, they've chosen what to keep and what to get rid of based on, you know, what's going to be more entertaining, what's going to make them more money. Because I mean, you don't just, you know, you, you don't kill the Joker, you know, he's notorious for not being killed, but you know, batman didn't die obviously and one of them one of them stopped laughing and maybe it's the person that you know is able to stop laughing and mm. the other one was forced to stop laughing you know yeah, i don't know
0: i i still think that's like it's a toss-up like yeah they, they i mean they left it vague on purpose for people to debate about this exact thing sure um like, I, I can't justify in my head that Batman would have just killed him there um, because, I mean, yeah, I get it. He could have just finally had a bad enough day with the Joker that he snapped and killed him and it could have been the last nail in the coffin, the, the thing that finally proved uh, Joker's point because Batman lost it for like a half a second there and just broke his neck. But like, I just think it's a lot more likely that he like choked him out to like make him go to sleep and then turn him over like I, I don't know maybe that's just me that's the only way i can really justify it in my head but
1: i mean if he didn't kill him the most logical thing was that he knocked him out and then took him back to arkham you know wash rinse and repeat
0: right so i don't know it just it just doesn't seem like batman would have just straight up murdered him at the end of this to me at least
1: Shaw, sure. any thoughts final thoughts um we talk about that laugh oh
2: are you talking about
1: like at um, the at the end yeah batman's laugh. yeah like
0: yeah it's like so anybody out there i know that anybody (laughs) listening to this has got to have read the comic like there's no way you haven't but um they essentially end the comic with like nine panels of the joker starts laughing and then he's laughing more and he's like oh excuse me sorry and he's laughing more and then batman's like huh and then he starts laughing and they're laughing together then one of the laughing stops and it's just assumed that Batman like broke his neck in that moment because yeah. he was like propped up against the Joker laughing yeah. at this really stupid joke. But um, honestly, I think the joke was actually kind of good. Like it, it made me chuckle a little bit when I heard it, but maybe that's just my
2: well, really dumb the, sense of humor. Um, the significance of that joke and like the big reason why he laughed was because He says, you know, um, he has the two guys and he has an idea, you know, one guy jumps across the other guys, you know, the guy that hasn't jumped across is terrified because he doesn't want to jump. And the other guy that already jumped was like, I have a flashlight. I'll shine it across the gap between the buildings. You can walk across the beam and join me. But the second guy just shakes his head. He says, "Uh, what do you think? I'm crazy. You turn it off when I'm halfway across. And I think the reason that (laughs) the reason that Batman thinks it's so funny is because it's, it's literally their relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. it's literally their entire makeup is like it's 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 a metaphor for the two. Um, they're the two lunatics. They're stuck in a never-ending cycle of insanity. Um, you one know, tries
0: or, one tries to help the other across, exactly. Only to like, uh, will probably have uh, you know thrown them under the bus halfway.
2: Yeah, yeah. Bat- Batman doesn't want it to. You know, Batman doesn't want to end up killing the joker and joker doesn't want to kill batman um you know in this joke batman would essentially be this lunatic who jumped across and told the other one the joker that he could help him um and joker responds to batman's offer basically by saying, no I, you can't help me it's too it's too far like you know you would just lock me up in arkham asylum again and yeah. this this whole thing would just go over and over and over again and it would never stop
0: Yeah. So, and eventually we'd Kill each other, so we're right back yeah, to square one. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think it's it's an excellent ending to this book, and it's to this day, even after reading all the Batman comics I've read, I, I think this is one of my absolute favorites. Um, I have it in like a a nice sleeve, and it just sits up on my bookshelf, and I look at it every once in a while and go, mm, "That was a good read. It's a good book." Yeah. Like I mean, this. Um, death in the family obviously is, is another big one I, I like all the big event books like this one was the one where you got a glimpse into the joker's backstory and barbara gordon was paralyzed and would spend years in a chair right um, death in the family was where jason todd was beaten to death and then blown up and um i even have his under the red hood comic where uh, he comes back as the Red Hood. Um, I, I, I love the big event stories, but this one I think is my absolute favorite.
1: Yeah, well, good book should read it. Yeah, good book. Check it out, uh, JC. I believe you said there's also a platform where you can watch it.
0: HBO Max. You can watch the movie. Um, you, if you want to experience the book shot for shot, like it was, like how it was written. You have to start it like midway through because unfortunately Hollywood thinks that they need to establish a reason why you would be attached to the, the Batgirl character instead of just knowing that she has a ton of history behind her. So they spend like the first half hour of the movie trying to build a relationship with the Barbara Gordon, Gordon character and Batgirl as a character oh. that I think is completely unnecessary and also they did really gross stuff um they had a sex scene between batgirl and and batman which i yeah, find, uh,
1: i didn't i didn't fuck with that
0: yeah it's it's dumb because it's like okay bruce is 100% in his 30s and has known this child since she was probably oh i don't know 17 at the earliest or at the at the latest yeah um like there's no reason on earth he should have that kind of relationship with somebody that's like um, a subordinate, basically. Like it was, it was really gross. I didn't like that. But um, skip past all that that Batgirl bullshit at the start and just start it at like. I know I sent you guys a timestamp, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. But it's like if you start it at like thirty minutes and whatever seconds, you you can um, basically experience the entire comic book shot for shot um, in animated form
1: yeah very nice any uh, final thoughts you two
2: um yeah a couple couple actually one thing i wanted to he was um jc was talking about dc stuff on hbo max another suggestion is if you haven't seen all of the dc animated movies i would go on hbo max and watch them as soon as possible because every single one of them are fucking great and there is a chronological order of dc animated movie movies on hbo max laid out in order and mm. it's fucking awesome
0: yeah um anybody that caught our last episode about uh what if we got off on a tangent about CW DC shows i i cannot stand any of their live action shit at all absolutely sucks but all of their animated movies are absolute bangers yeah a hundred percent all of them all of them are super good so if you got hbo max you you got to check out all those animated movies um the killing joke is one of those animated movies you'll find um but like definitely check out their animated stuff don't even bother trying to watch their cw shows or their movies because nine times out of ten they really suck um the exceptions being um wonder woman
2: and that's about it um yep and um (laughs) Other closing remarks, um, our Twitter page is officially up. Um, if you guys are listening and you want to follow us on Twitter and kind of stay updated on um, you know, all, all the news that's going around with new movies, new TV shows that are coming out, this is going to be the best place to watch it and to stay updated with it as opposed to just listening to the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at media underscore CGC um you know i'm gonna be updating you guys with all the newest news um you know and all the newest podcast episodes that are be coming out every single week so if you guys want to stay updated
1: make sure to follow us on twitter well said shameless plug
0: hell yeah oh that reminds me speaking of shameless plugs seven we're not just on spotify anymore are we
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no we're not uh feel free to look up cgc podcast on apple podcast google Podcasts, or good old stomping ground spotify we're all over the place check us out
0: leave us five stars rate the podcast on apple i know they do it
1: i've never listened to an apple podcast so yeah do that <laughs> All right, boys, we're rounding it off. Say your good buzz.
0: Peace. (laughs) Dude, no, that's my thing, damn it. You can't just do that. Thanks for listening, both of you.
1: I took the other thing. (laughs) I took the other thing.
0: Damn it. All right, boys, I'll catch you the next time.
1: All right, y'all, thanks for listening.